Hello and welcome to Sifting Through the Shit. I'm your host, KT. Today's date, what is today's date? September 26th, 2022. So, lots to talk about. The last two years has been about setting precedents. And I know a lot of us got discouraged after the media called buy-in the winner of the election. And the fact that things appear as though um, he's running things. I'm not going to speculate into the whole, if he's running things, if Trump's running the, the military or any of that. There's a lot of that conspiracy out there. I'm not going to dive into that today. But what I am going to talk about is setting precedents. Everything the deep state is doing right now to the patriots and to Donald Trump is setting precedent for future events. The FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago, taking Mike Lindell's phone, and apparently they even raided um, some bank in California, and they're sitting on, like, tens of millions of dollars of confiscated uh, jewelry and rare coins, which, you know, why? Are you accusing these people of uh, trafficking in jewelry and rare coins? I don't know. It makes no sense. But I want to talk about and I'm going to try to refrain from using really nasty words to describe a really nasty person. Liz Cheney for a minute. Liz Cheney has recently did an interview with an Arizona press person where she said that she's going to do everything in her power to keep Carrie Lake from winning the governorship in Arizona. And the press person asked, does that include campaigning for Democrats? And she said, yes. I'm like, the same news? She's a rhino. Rhinos are Democrats. It's quite amazing to me that their sheep's skin is finally coming off and they're being exposed as the wolves that they are. Um, gosh, there was so much on my mind, and it's all jumbling around right now. So, Liz Cheney, and you can probably count on a few others, uh, Republicans or ex-Republicans, will be jumping ship, which is fine. I am completely okay with that. Hey, Mittens Romney, if you're listening, you should go too, buddy. McConnell. Uh, let's see who else is on that list. Lindsey Graham. All of you. Adios, muchacho. Nancy Pelosi recently did a, uh, I don't know if she was doing a speech or what, but she showed up at a, uh, we'll call it a green event in New York. New York City of all places. The liberal bastion of joy and got booed very badly. 
this is good news. People are waking up. And I don't know if Donald Trump's going to come back into office. His time clock's ticking, you know. The guy's not getting any younger. And he's not the savior. He was a tool used by God to waken the masses. And it is working on a very large scale. The And it's not just here. Um, is it Switzerland? I don't know. Some European nation recently is uh, poised, if they've not already, I don't know what their election cycles are, to elect their first, they're calling it far-right candidate, or governor, I think it was, since World War II. This is big because this kind of stuff is happening around the world. There, I see videos all the time on uh, Facebook of these farmers plowing through protest lines. And I don't know what country it is. But I just laugh and I comment, you know, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. These people are all, ah, the police are standing right there. These farmers should be arrested and tried, blah, blah, blah. Like, if you're standing in front of a tractor coming down the road, and what do you expect is going to happen? You think he's going to stop and let you destroy his tractor? Come on, man. The world as a whole has woken up. Now, excuse me, just got up. Um, the Constitution, the Constitution has kept the world in check since its inception, honestly. And they've been picking away at it for. Well, since it's in substance, I would love for a president to come, or a nominated president to come and say, I'm going to get rid of the Patriot Act. We're going to start seeing our loved ones off again at the gate, at the airport. We're going to get rid of all this government overreach. It's done. And we're going to start pulling back the government. There's going to be large layoffs of government employees. Because that was how our founders envisioned this nation. The government, the central government, would be small and handle national defense and commerce between states and foreign. Our Constitution is a contract between we the people and those who we choose to represent us that take an oath to that contract to uphold it. 
Now, there was some cocksucker on uh, Facebook, came across my thread, claimed to be an ex-Marine, swore as an ex-Marine running for Congress as a write-in candidate that, as an ex-Marine, I don't feel the people should be allowed to have military-grade weapons. To which, you know, I'm not just going to sit there and scroll past that bullshit. So, of course, I commented, so you're telling me, as a Marine, you swore to uphold the Constitution. And now, as a potential congressman, you would have to swear to that same Constitution, but you've just blatantly admitted treason to the Second Amendment. What part of shall not be infringed upon do you not understand? So some woman had to comment, what part of the preamble a well-regulated militia don't you understand? And I went in and I read the Second Amendment. And I'm like, um, the well-regulated militia has absolutely zip, not a zero to do with We the people have the right to bear arms. It doesn't say we the militias, we the armies, we the people have the right to bear arms. That right shall not be infringed upon. Period. There is no room for interpretation of this amendment. It is crystal clear Some will say, well, you know, they didn't anticipate uh, guns to be... No. Bullshit. They said arms for a reason. They didn't say long rifles, shotguns, hunting rifles, arms. And the reason we have a Second Amendment (coughs) is quite clear. It is because they were fighting a tyrannical government king at the time. They wanted the government to be fearful of its people. Therefore, keeping the government in check. Freedom of speech has been chipped away at as well. Now, some will say, well, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, these are all public platforms. These are all privately owned entities. Okay. So how how do you go about doing that? It's a privately owned entity, but you also have Censorship. That's a tough one, and I'm not sure what the answer is on that. They could do what they did to Ma Bell back in the day and say, you know what, you have a monopoly, and make them break it up so that there's competition, so that there is differentiating opinion. Because once you shut down all opinion, Once you've shut down anything that 
contradicts what your beliefs are, you have just slowed down humanity's progress. Because it's through conversations and differing opinions that we've managed to come as far as we have. It forces us to reconcile our differences and to come to common ground and maybe even come up with things nobody even thought of prior to. Let's talk about God for a second and our hatred for these demons in the swamp. First off, Jesus would tell you to love your enemies. Pray for your enemies. That's a tough thing to do. But you would think it would be hard for Jesus to forgive our sins, especially our repeated sins. But he does it with such ease. We need to come to the point where we can forgive and ask for God to handle these things. For vengeance is his, not ours. Can we take joy in seeing him put his wrath on our enemies? I would think so. Can we also have a heavy heart and think to ourselves, I wish you would have changed your ways before it came to this? I think we can do that as well. I've been watching the series, The Chosen, again. I'm about, I don't know, a quarter, halfway through the second season. If you've not watched this, I implore you to please watch it. It has brought such ease of mind and peace to me. I can actually sleep all night now. I, I haven't been able to sleep through the night. And I can't even tell you how long. characters are so well portrayed. Jesus with a sense of humor. Matthew and Simon at odds with each other. Matthew being what appears to be autistic. Mary had fallen on hard times even after meeting Jesus. After he had saved her from the Red District. She more or less fell off the wagon. And she was ashamed to come back and ask Jesus again to save her. And Jesus simply said, all I ask for is your heart. There was another scene in this, I want to say it was the same episode, maybe not, maybe it was the next episode, where 
Jesus walks into a small synagogue in a small town on a Sunday, which, you know, you're not supposed to work, you're not supposed to do a bunch of things, I don't know, there's like, I think they said there's 613 rules. And these priests started chastising him because he performed a healing on, on a Sunday. And they're like, you're not supposed to do that. That's against the law, blah, blah, blah. And he said, is it better to heal on a Sunday or to let suffer just maintain the rules? And then they were walking out of town and his disciples hadn't eaten in days and they were very hungry. And Simon accidentally grabbed a piece of wheat and started eating the uh, buds off it. Then he realized what he did, and he's like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so sorry, Lord. Jesus sat there and pondered for a second. He said, eat. It's okay. Well, then the priests came out of the temple, and they were chastising him for that, too. And Jesus looked at him and told the story of David from the Old Testament that convinced a bread maker to give him what used to be holy bread that wasn't eaten, wasn't fresh, because his troops were so hungry. And Jesus said, is it good to starve to maintain rules? The, the moral of the story is you have to use some sense with these rules. Jesus healed a man who was not able to walk on the Sabbath. Told the man to pick up his bed and leave where he had been laying. Well, apparently picking up your bed on the Sabbath is a form of work. And work is not permitted on the Sabbath. Once again, should we suffer to maintain the rules? I pray before I do these podcasts that God talks through me, that you hear His words, not mine. I absolutely love these characters. In fact, when I close my eyes and I see the man's face who plays Jesus, it brings joy. So if you've not seen, it's an easy app to download. The episodes are about 45 minutes each. There's only two seasons. They have more seasons coming as they get um, more financing. I have contributed. Do as you will. As you know, I have no sponsors here. This is just something I do on my own, driving to and from work. But I am going to give a plug for Mike Lindell. I don't have a uh, access code, discount code, whatever. So I'm going to tell you to use Stu Peters' code, which is Stu. And maybe buy some Christmas gifts for friends and family from MyPillow.com. Because Mike has put his, his money where his mouth is. Far more than any of us, I'm sure. 
So pray for peace, prosperity, freedom for the whole world. God bless. Have a good day.